Hello there, it is Connor Rickett again, um, here for the uh, life advice from a 31-year-old broke single guy sleeping in a hammock in his parents' backyard podcast. Um, yeah, okay, so you've probably, hopefully, gotten on board with the whole not giving up thing from the last podcast. If you haven't listened to that, go listen to that, and then um, ignore the sound of things falling around me as they fall around me. All right. Today, we're going to talk about kind of the next step in this whole like getting your life together thing, or even just sort of um, hmm, maintaining as things go. And that is creating some sort of structure. Um, I'm writing this at midnight, doing the podcast at a little bit before one. So you might surmise I've got a little bit of work to do in this particular area, and you would be correct in doing so. I'm working on it. Structure is important, though, even for someone like me who does not love it. And that's putting it mildly, if we're being honest here, especially uh, when things are uncertain. It's too easy to let the days slip by when they don't really seem to be for anything anyway. Right. Like I find I get much more done during the busy points of my life, like even the uh, especially the small things. I, I am a lot better at doing when I don't have time to do them, maybe a little bit out of procrastination, but mostly out of the sense that in when I have a moment, I'm like, oh, man, I better use this moment to clean these dishes or mow this lawn or fix this shoelace or whatever small task needs doing. Whereas when you have a bunch of time on your hands, it's a lot easier to be like, man, I'll do it in 10 minutes. And then, you know, it's tomorrow. All right. I'm not sure the what, like what the structure is actually matters as much as their being structure. Some people, uh, for example, lots of people are really into lists. I am not. I do not like writing lists. I do not like following lists. And I do not like keeping track of lists. Um, my last girlfriend had so many lists that uh, we had this one time where she was looking for a specific list in the house. And I was just walking around the house asking her, like, like at, reading the first couple things off each list, asking if it was the right list. And it wasn't the right list. We must have gone through a dozen lists. There were probably two or three lists in every room. Um, so some people function really well that way. If you function well that way, make lists. If not, you still need to do something with your life and your time. Uh, you need There needs to be a sense that there are things to do. Goals, if you will. I put together a short list of some of the things you need to work to stay grounded in. Um, first off, stay physically active and fit. If you're not currently physically active and fit, so you're not staying in it and you have downtime, well, now is a great time to start prioritizing that and getting in the habit. Um, because Socrates or Aristotle, whichever one it was, it was like, you know, we basically are our habits, Aristotle, possibly Plato, might've been Plato. Anyway, I should look that up. The, the, anyway, they, this was a long since dead Greek philosopher that all lived uh, relatively in sequence around each other. These guys were of the opinion that uh, being good was a habit. Uh, you'll be familiar with this idea if you've watched The uh, the Good Place, which is a great show, uh, which does a really fantastic job of dumbing down complex philosophical viewpoints and like 
uh, overarching philosophies. Um, it's one of the more impressive aspects of the writing on the show. But I'm digressing again. My point is, almost everything's a habit. Fitness is too. And being fit and active will improve your mental and physical health. You'll feel better about yourself and feel better in general. Um, and that's not a bad idea if you're going to be, you know, dating and things either. Um, it's it's weird how um, being attractive helps with the uh, dating people you find attractive. It's uh, almost magical. All right. Um, and yeah, confidence too. Doesn't hurt to have more confidence and more energy. Um, and uh, stay on top of like grooming and such. I'm going to throw that in here because it's not something I think about too much. Like, because it's just something I do as a matter of habit. But a lot of people, when they're in situations similar to mine, it seems to be the first thing that goes. I just like showers too much for that to ever happen. And my beard gets itchy if it gets too long. Um, but anyway, what I mean is get a gym membership, jog a bit, walk more, you know, start wherever is appropriate for you. Hike. Hiking's great. I haven't been doing enough of that. And that's on me. I'm in this beautiful place right now that's more conducive to hiking than anywhere I've been in a good long while. And I um, haven't been taking advantage of it. And it's really been screwing me over because I was in really good shape when I came out here because of the whole training for the army thing. I was, you know, I had gotten to the point where I could do two straight hours of cardio, uh, you know, every other time I went to the gym and feel fine afterwards. And uh, I don't think I would survive the attempt right now. Um, now, there are lots of advantages to being in shape. I'm going to try to motivate you here. You are more attractive to other people. You get to do more things. You feel better and you live longer. I mean, I'm not a doctor, but if you need more motivation to get off your ass in order than like to, 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 to if you need more motivation beyond living longer, living healthier, living fuller and having better sex with more attractive people. I don't know what I can do for you. Like that seems like all the possible motivations gift wrapped together. Um, just throwing that out there. Now we've talked about the physical stuff. Don't neglect mental growth. If you've got extra time on your hands, this is a great time, a great moment to expand your brain. Learn a new language or a new programming language or both. Pick up an old hobby or a new one. Uh, you know, something you've always wanted to learn, always wanted to learn how to draw. Well, you've got time to practice for the first time in a good while, possibly. And you know what the difference between somebody who's good at art and someone who's bad at art is? sometimes talent helps like talent is a shortcut in everything this is you know this goes beyond 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 art beyond just about anything the difference between someone who is really good at something and someone who is not is practice now talent is a shortcut if you have a lot of talent that just means you have to practice less to get to that higher echelon and it does mean maybe that the, that absolute tip top echelon is there for you. You know, you can be professional or one of the best professionals at this. But the fact of the matter is, if you put in the work, you can be a good artist. You can be a good runner. You can be a good basketball player. You can be any of these things. And um, 
Mental growth is the same way. The same way as any, it works exactly the same as anything physical. I realized I got a little garbled there. I'm sorry. I'm not going to edit it because I don't want to. But the point is, the point is grow, keep growing. I'm not saying you should never play computer games or spend a lazy afternoon reading. I like both of those things. I'm just saying this is a brilliant opportunity for you to expand the list of things that you are capable of doing and capable of doing well. There are free phone apps and websites that teach pretty much everything imaginable. Again, free. The key here is to make a commitment though, right? This is where structure comes in. Dedicate yourself to spending a certain number of hours per week learning that new language, practicing drawing, learning that new programming language, whatever it is, getting better at math. I mean, math is super cool. And the better you get at it, the cooler it gets. If I could go back, one of the very few things that I would change about my academic career is I would probably major in math. Not because I loved math. I liked chemistry and biology way more than math. But the deeper you got into math, the more things that opened up. And unfortunately, I didn't catch on to that until late enough in the process of things that it would have just been too much of a delay to really follow it along. Also, mathematicians make good money because nobody wants to do math for a living. All right. Um, and if you want to do something physical, uh, you know, like learning carpentry or something, the internet is a wonderful way to discover instructions for building slash making slash doing almost anything. Learning new things is easier than it's ever been in all of human history, probably about as easy as it's go ever going to get, at least until we can finally just download the information directly into our brains. Like I know Kung Fu Matrix style. And it, it's fascinating in all sorts of fun ways. Um, I'm going to give you an example. I'm learning Russian right now. I had, in spite of seeing Russian script in pretty much every action or thriller movie made between 1960 and 1985, never realized that their weird, funny-looking letters are all ancient Greek script. Um, the Russian alphabet isn't confusing at all. It's just the Latin alphabet with some letters anyone who's taken physics or rushed a frat slash sorority already knows tagged on. Like, the G sound is just gamma l is just lama and lambda and, and so on gamma lama um <laughs> so what i'm saying here is like that was a whole just like poof brain moment and it never would have happened if i hadn't decided to learn this language uh and i mean there are a couple of weird things in the sounds for example they have like four different letters that are basically or yeah, four different letters that are basically the sh sound. Like there's sh, 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 and sh, sh. So like, yeah, I don't know. I think that's kind of funny. Um, yeah, and it, and it spawned this landslide of new connections. See, the beautiful thing about knowledge is how there are all these unseen until we see them. I'm just going to go ahead and take this piece of wood. I'm recording this out in like a wood shop outside of my parents' house. I'm going to, there are things falling. It's not easy to find a clear space in this place. Anyway, the beautiful thing about knowledge, I was waxing all poetic and then, you know, a piece of one by four 
oak decided to fall off the table. Beautiful thing about knowledge, take three, is how there are all these unseen until we see them connections in the context of knowing that Russia is a cultural descendant of Viking tribes and the Eastern Roman Empire, this alphabet makes a whole lot of sense, doesn't it? Um, it also unlocks interesting questions like, why is the word for night almost the same in French, English, Spanish, Russian, German, and almost every other Western language? Like, uh, let's see, what would that be? Uh, note or noit, night. Uh, noche, nocte, noct, and so on. I mean, in Latin, Greek, Celtic, or Celtic, depending on how you want to pronounce it, Slavic, Germanic, Yiddish, it's all really damn close to the same word. Basically, if you say something in the general phonetic realm of noct or nocte, everyone in Europe, North America, South America, and a good chunk of Africa will know what you're saying, which I think is super cool. Like, why is that so conserved? Why was this one word, I mean, there are a few, but why was this particular word one that has remained stable in dozens of languages across an entire continent, like stable for thousands of years across so much time? And here's a weirder thing, because I got curious about that. I was like, okay, is it something about the sound knocked that's just really easy to remember? Or or is it something about the word night? Like we use it so often that it doesn't change much. And it kind of seems like it might be the latter because I, I played around with Google Translate and basically all of Asia touching the Indian subcontinent. So, you know, India, uh, Sri Lanka, Nepal... Uh, Bangladesh and assorted other small countries in that area, along with the a number of like the languages that are spoken in India, of which there are uh, uh, a lot. Um, and I didn't have time to go through them all. But basically, night is rat or rat or rata in all of them. So it kind of seems like there's something about the word night. Like once that's locked into your like language family group, it just stays stable. And I realized this was a big, long trip away from what we're talking about, but it, I, I wanted to give you a concrete example of how this can lead you in unexpected directions and that those directions are really fun and really cool. And they improve you and change how you see the world and make you a bigger, different, and at least in certain ways, better person. Um, I mean, this is all from like two days of learning Russian. Who knows what I'm going to find out tomorrow? Um, and speaking of digressions, avoid things specifically designed to waste time. There are a whole lot of Candy Crush style things out there which serve no purpose but to turn time you have into time you don't have anymore with absolutely nothing to show for it. You gain nothing in the transaction and you've traded away the single least renewable resource in your possession. The time is the thing you can't get back. Now, are they fun? Some certainly are. 
However, there are other fun things you can do which will meaningfully translate into a gain for you. So I'm not saying don't waste time. I'm I'm, I'm saying find ways to waste time that somehow create a positive net gain for you in that transaction of time. I mean, you're going to get pulled into waste of time every now and then, and it's probably good for your sanity to turn things off and autopilot for a while. Just don't let them take over. Don't, don't let all of your time end up there. People matter. Keep people around. They're important. Reinforce old connections. Make new ones. Don't withdraw. Uh, my inner hermit keeps trying to do this to me, but I'm fighting it. Uh, again, there are so many great sites out there to work from. Like if you don't have a friend group, uh, I'm a fan of meetup.com for such things, though it depends on where you are. The site works great in Arizona, but it was completely useless when I was in Mississippi. Um, but the point is there are lots of ways to meet people out there and you should meet people if you don't already have people, you know, and you should really work to continue meeting people because people are cool. Um, People are just weird, fascinating balls of weirdness. And the more layers you can unwrap, the weirder they all get. And it's awesome. Like, and I'm, I'm not even kidding, like that outer layer, because we all learn people skills to one degree or another. And people skills are so important. And part of why I say you should hang out with people is to develop those skills. Because, you know, some people, they get like a really good, like people skill hand early in life. I was not one of those. Every single thing I've ever learned about relating to other humans has been hard won. And um, I don't regret any of it because the more I get to know people, the better they get. Um, but see, we all have that outer shell, right? Of This is how we interact with other people. So we try not to bother people and we try to put our best face forward. But then as we get more comfortable with people, we all let those layers drop. And for me, it's a really fun game to see how many layers of that Shrek onion we can get through. Or is it donkeys that have... No, it is definitely ogres that have layers. People also, probably also donkeys. I don't know how many layers donkeys have, but you peel away at it and you want to see how fast you can get through how much of it. And you just, they're just so cool. People are just awesome. I love them. Um, except for the ones I hate, but that's a pretty small... We'll get, we'll talk more about people later on. They're going to get their own entry because people matter. And in the grand scheme of things, we mostly matter in the context of other people, like when all said and done. And speaking of all being said and done, keep one eye on the horizon. Um, don't lose sight of your overarching goals. Keep taking steps, even if it's just applying for three or four jobs each morning to get you closer to where you want to be in one, two, three, ten years. I mean, so the plan is this. You're down, right? But you're not out. You're going somewhere, but maybe you haven't quite figured out where just this second. Even more likely, even if you have figured that out, you haven't worked out the how that's fine. That's okay. Build yourself up to be better than you were going into this period, whatever part of your life you're in, particularly if it's a slump. I mean, you're catching your breath. You're looking for new opportunities. This is your moment to become 
better to make sure there aren't quite the same slumps in your future. Life is motion. Equilibrium is death. That's not hippie talk. That is my biology degree telling you that the biological definition of death is equilibrium. Like every second your heart is beating, your body is working overtime. Every every one of the billions of cells in your body is working overtime trying to prevent equilibrium from happening um, and trying to keep the rest of the world from eating you, which it is trying to do every second of every day. I mean, we're just, we are covered in things and breathing things in and out that are trying to murder us every second, the entire time we're alive. It's crazy. But you, you are the scion of a 4.2 billion year unbroken chain stretching back to the beginning of all living things of survivors. You are the end result of the longest winning streak in history. So, you know, you've got this. Close behind that though, because foremost, you've got this, but close behind that, you can and should be better. I mean, there's a chain going forward from you too, and uh, you want to push that far as far forward as you can. The metaphor doesn't hold up exactly, but you know what I mean. And better how is the next question. Better how? Better in every way, including accepting your own limitations. Now, maybe that seems contradictory. It is not, however. There is boundless potential for improvement in each one of us in every way. Yes, truth. It is okay, though, not to reach your potential in all things. And in fact, it's impossible to reach your potential in all things. So it follows, we have to pick and choose and be okay with not reaching our full potential in everything. Only by accepting that we must choose and doing so can we reach anything like our potential in the things that really matter to us. But don't mistake that for you being pigeonholed. You have so many ways that you can go from wherever you are right now. And you don't have to pick just one. You can pick a few and focus on them. You've probably got enough in you that you can you can do a few different things. You know, you can pick up basketball, you can learn a language, you can get better at drawing, and you can get, pick up some new skill. I don't know. There's just, there's so much to who and what each and every one of us can be that I feel like we lose track of that somewhere along the way. Um, you know, somewhere, um, somewhere in your life, you move from assuming you can definitely be an astronaut to believing that there's no way you can be an astronaut and it would be silly for you to want to be. And the happy medium is probably somewhere you want to be, right? Unless you want to be an astronaut, in which case, you know, stop listening to this, start jogging, and, uh, I don't know, open a math textbook. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if this was a good article slash podcast or not. I felt like it rambled and I don't really, you know, when you're, you're circling around a point you're trying to make or you're building towards something, you're trying to draw something, whatever, you got this thing that you're trying to create and you can see it and you can feel it and you have it right on the tip, 
of your tongue and it's just not quite coming together just how you wanted it to. Um, like, you know, that macaroni art you make for your parents when you're a kid. However, it seemed worth saying to me at the time and now it's said. And that seems like a step forward of one sort or another. And I, I really, I hope it did help you. Again, this is Connor Rickett. This is on the Somewhere America blog. And it is part of the ongoing series of life advice from a 31-year-old broke single guy sleeping in a hammock in his parents' backyard. So as ever, take it with a grain of salt and uh, have a good week, everybody. It's been fun.